Hello, my name's Claire and welcome to the Loud and Clear Accounting Podcast. This is the Accountancy Podcast where I answer accountancy-based questions. In this first series, I've been focusing on the startup questions. So hopefully I've helped you to decide whether you should trade through a limited company or whether you should be self-employed. I've then gone through questions such as, do you need a business bank account? What bookkeeping should you be doing? And how will you be paying tax? Now, if you listened to last week's episode, I did say that today I would be starting on series two, but I've realised there's probably two extra things I need to mention. So in this week's episode, I'm going to talk about partnerships. And in next week's episode, I'm going to run through KICS, so community interest companies. And then I promise I'm going to move on to series two. So in today's episode, the question is actually going to be, I've decided to collaborate with another freelancer. Should I be setting up a partnership? Now, as always, before I answer the question, I do need to do my two quick disclosures. So the first is I'm a UK-based accountant, so I'm going to be giving advice to UK-based businesses. And the second is because I'm sat here talking to myself, I'm going to have to generalise my advice. And to keep the podcast episode short, there are times where I'm going to have to simplify things as well. So if you have any sort of further questions, or maybe you feel that your situation's a little bit more unusual, what you can do is visit my website, which is loudandclearaccounting.co.uk. And from there, you can book in a paid session with myself and we'll go through all of the extra questions that you might have. So that's the two quick disclosures out of the way. So let's get on with answering the question. You decided to start collaborating with another freelancer. Should you set up an official partnership? Well, as always, the answer is kind of, it depends. So the first thing to look at is whether you're going to be working exclusively with this other freelancer. So is the business and is the work you're going to be doing going to be sort of primarily with each other? Have you got that one business idea that's going to form your business or your company going forward? And if it is, then you've got sort of two routes to take. The first is that you set up a partnership and a partnership works in a very similar way to being self-employed, so a sole trader. The only difference is, is when you get to the end of the tax year, you will need to complete a partnership tax return. So you let HMRC know what that partnership has earned in profits. And then you'll divide that profit between you and your other freelancing partner, or maybe there could be more than you, it could be three or four of you. You'll each take your own percentage of the profits and that will then go on your self-assessment tax return. And it will either be taxed exactly the same as if you were self-employed, or it will go in and add on to any other self-employed income that you've got. The other option is to set up a limited company. And so again, you need to go through all the things I've mentioned in previous episodes as to whether a limited company is the right thing for you. But the difference is with that, obviously, you would all become directors and you would all become shareholders. So reaching whether it should be partnership or limited company should be the same as whether it's just you. Obviously, you'll have a few more people to sort of um, collaborate with and work out what's the best one. But it's not really going to make much of a difference whether, you know, you're by yourself or whether you are going through that sort of collaborative decision making. But one thing I will sort of add as an addition to this is that 
the accountancy structure will not protect you legally. So I always really recommend going to a solicitor and getting a formal partnership agreement drawn up because that's what will protect you if things go a little bit wrong in the future. I mean, it may just be that one of you loses interest. It could be that you both suddenly have different goals and different plans for the business. So you want to have things in place so that if things don't end on a positive note, you are protected. Whether that's one of you investing more money into the partnership to get it going, it could be that one of you has a little bit more intellectual property. It could be just deciding how any partnership profits are going to be split if one of you leaves or if it dissolves. So don't think that because you've got a limited company and you own one quarter of the shares or one half of the shares that you're going to be protected. I really recommend getting an official partnership agreement drawn up regardless of how you structure that partnership. Now, I suppose this next thing to sort of think about is what if you are going to be collaborating with another, you know, one, two, three freelancers, but this isn't going to be your only source of income. So let's say, for example, you're a copywriter and your friend is a web developer and you find that you're always referring work to one another. And so you're kind of thinking, well, actually, should this be a partnership? We're getting so much work from each other. Maybe we should just pull all our resources together and market together. And then you go down whether it should be the partnership or um, limited company room. But sometimes that doesn't quite feel right. Maybe it feels a little bit too formal. Maybe one of you has more capacity. So you've got more income coming from the copywriting side than the web developing side or vice versa. Now to do this, you don't have to form an official partnership. It is absolutely fine to set up a website and market yourself as such, but keep both of your businesses completely separate. So you could stay being self-employed. And if your um, business partner has a limited company, they could keep their limited company. All you would need to decide from that is that when a client comes to work with you, are they going to be working with both of you? And by that, I mean, will you be sending individual invoices for your own respective parts of that project? Or are you going to sort of allocate one of you as having the contract with the client and then the other one of you will have the contract with the other partner? So, for example, the client might come to the web developer and say, I want a website. And they then quote for that with copywriting. And then you do the copywriting, but you invoice your web developer friend for that copywriting. So the client's only dealing with one of you and then you're dealing with each other. And that is absolutely fine to do. The only thing to kind of be aware of is that the person who's dealing with the client is obviously going to be raising larger invoices than they would do normally. And these larger invoices will all go towards their VAT threshold. So they could actually end up going over the VAT threshold, even though not all of the income belongs to them because some of it will be filtered down to you. So that's just an extra thing to kind of keep in mind. So you may want to either sort of alternate between the two of you, or you may want the one of you with the lower turnover to take some of those sort of higher um, invoice burdens. Equally, if one of you is VAT registered and not the other, you may want to kind of, I mean, you may want the one who's VAT registered to actually invoice the client. 
So there's a couple of things that you may want to sort of run through, but that's the main things to sort of think about. If you are collaborating with another freelancer or just, you know, planning on going into business with someone else, still go through the process of deciding whether being self-employed or as limited is better for you. And then it will either be a partnership or a limited company with more directors and more shareholders. And then make sure you get that partnership agreement drawn up as well. Or if it's just a handful of projects, nothing stopping you from keeping your own separate businesses and either both invoicing the client, but having shared marketing materials or the client working with one of you and the other one invoicing that person for their services. And it filters down that way. So I hope that helps, gives a little bit of clarity around sort of collaborations and things like that. In next week's episode, I'm going to quickly run through what community interest companies are, so kicks. And after that, I promise I will then move on to series two. So I hope all that helps today and I will see you next week. Mm-hmm.